Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas, everyone, and welcome to this special Christmas episode of Hollywood Breaks, where Tim and I argue over what's the best Christmas movie, but we do agree on one thing, Spirited is bad. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Hollywood Breaks. Merry Christmas, Keith! <laughs> Merry Christmas! This hat you're wearing, man. Oh, it's it's so my festive. Christmas hat. We wear it, um, my, my, we have a hat for every member of my family, so... And on Christmas, when we're we're FaceTiming with family that we cannot be with, we all wear our Christmas hat. It's actually I I want to have a Santa hat, but every time I you know get one of those, it just doesn't fit my head. Like I got, it ends up like well, wish you do I have one. I'd show you. Well, I, I if I take this off, you could see how big it is because I also have a large noggin. Yeah. So you could see how big this one is because there's there's a couple that are smaller that my kids use and I can't even get them over my hands. I'm going to uh, uh, I'm going to break tradition and not drink some Vision Craft brew today. Today uh, I'm drinking uh, Oh, he's nogging it. I love it. Uh, nice. Good for you, man. Did you have some eggnog you. in your? Um... Yeah. I, I, oh well, it's not eggnog. It's it might be something else. <laughs> <laughs> Just the spike. It's just a little it. spike, a little, <laughs> mm, you know, for, uh, you know, cause technically for those of you who are not in the know, Hollywood essentially shuts down for two weeks from pretty much the end of last week until like the second or third. So we're Tim and I are breaking tradition here by actually doing a couple episodes. So I hope all of you in Hollywood breaks land appreciate what we're doing for you. We're actually, this is where we're going to hopefully gain some audience because people have some free time. They can watch <laughs> an episode. <laughs> That's right. There's so much bored. free time. They're not doing anything. Although I will say this, when I was working in development, so I can contrast the two when I was working in development versus marketing and development. Yeah, it pretty much shut down. Like I did no work for two weeks, occasionally picking up a script that, you know, I'd been sitting on my desk for months, but in marketing, it's just like, you never stop because for whatever reason, I always ended up on one of the movies that came out that first week in January. So I work the entire holiday usually. Now I didn't have to go in, but I usually had to work, look at spots, blah blah blah. There's a little bit of stress on the family life, let's say, yeah, when you're on the bit, marketing side bit. of the game. There's no yeah, never everyone stops. else gets vacation. I remember the yeah, like, hey, we're taking the time off, oh, except for people on these projects. Yes. And was like, well, it was like I, in development. It was like right after Thanksgiving. It was all just holiday parties, you know, because everyone oh, yeah. pretty much had spent their development budget, so no one was buying pitches. <laughs> So it's like, yeah, let's just go all go to the Hollywood parties. You know, you get invited to the CA assistant party. Oh, New Line's having a party. Oh, let's go to parties. And that was all it. It was. But in marketing, it was like, oh, now we probably have a Christmas movie coming out. And then, oh, yeah, by the way, then we have a movie first week of January. Yeah, good times. I know, Hollywood. There's no real game to this thing. Have you been no. catching up on your Christmas movies? Have you? Did I you get have. to see Avatar yet? Have you? What, what's uh, the... No, I know. I've not seen Avatar yet. I'm hoping to see it next week. Um, it was a little bit of a crazy week. I traveled this week. Could go back to see my family on the western side of the state for a few days. Um, so have not seen Wow Way of Water yet, but hopefully I will be wowed by Wow next week. But I've been I've been catching up on Christmas week. I watched Spirited this week too. So, okay, we gotta jump into our Christmas movie yeah. cr- clash thing here, right here, because <laughs> I have so many opinions of what's happening in the new releases of the Christmas movies. Yes, it's yes, horrible. It's yes, crazy. I would agree with that. I felt uh, 
Well, there are well, aspects. Let's, of... let's jump. Up. Let's uh, put some format to today before okay. we start just diving in and tearing. All right, all right. Apart. Go for it, Tim. Apart, but rain us in, Tim. Rain I us thought, in. Well, first of all, I thought we would just do a Christmas special talking about some of our favorite Christmas films and then the disastrous films that <laughs> often happen at Christmas time. And I think yes. I might have pointed out on one of the previous episodes that um, it feels like most Christmas movies are about saving Christmas. Like Christmas is always in trouble and we mm. need to save it. So especially saving Santa Claus, saving him again. And then, you know, he needs help from the little kids or he needs help from the old man or he dies on Tim Allen's front yard. So he needs to be <laughs> saved again <laughs> and again and again and again until Jack Frost tries to destroy it. Even in uh, one of my favorite movies, Elf. You know, Santa Claus crashes in Central Park and Elf needs to save Christmas. So I think there's something interesting believes. about saving Christmas. What what the heck is happening in Hollywood that we have to save? Because they're all cynics. That's why. Because nobody really has any sense of hope in that damn town. Excuse my language. But uh, I think that's a lot of it. I think the cynicism and they all think it's kind of. Like you, you look at, there's two sides of the spectrum, right? When it comes to Christmas movies, there's the sort of save Christmas. We have to save Christmas. Then there's the Hallmark version of Christmas, which is like, oh, everything's perfect. Everybody's good looking and everybody's having fun and yay Christmas. And, you know, oops, these two people meet at some random country inn, and obviously they're going to get together and everybody knows it, but Hey, it's a joy to watch it for an hour and a half. Um, so there's that aspect, which I think a lot of people, which is very popular, by the way. And I think there, there could be a middle ground somewhere. And I think there used to be really good that Hollywood used to be good at finding that middle ground. But of course, right. much like everything else in the world these days, it's like either one side or the other middle ground, middle ground is out the window. So you're stuck with saving Santa who just died on your front lawn. <laughs> you know, and I think it's the only way that I we have figured out how to bring Santa into the storyline is make him some sort of pathetic hero that needs a human to save him get there. Or which was just tried this year, you make him a badass like mercenary, like he was in that movie that just came out, which mm, title just escapes me, but um uh where Santa was basically a, a die it's die hard with Santa, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, you know, there's, that's one way to go about it. That's not the Christmas Chronicles one, is it? The... Mm, look at I this, don't think by so. The way, I, I wanted to point this out. This is what Christmas movies look like in real world, right? This is... Look at this page of Christmas. We wanted, like, my family and I are like, let's watch a Christmas movie, but we're going to save our favorites when, you know, everyone gets home. So in the meantime, let's see if we can just find a, a new one. Uh, where do you start? This is it's this is insane, and most is of this is insane. just total garbage. I believe in Santa. There you go. Yeah, I think we ended up with um, Bullet Train. <laughs> <laughs> what better way to spend the holidays than watch some Brad Pitt kicking the shit out of a bunch of people on a train? <laughs> yeah, it, there. You know, even the Christmas themed ones. I gotta say, you know, we. Not if you don't know what the, the movie's about, it doesn't. You click on it. Like I say, like it's not appropriate for families. Like you wanted Christmas to be family oriented, but there's plenty of stuff happening on the planet re revolving around Christmas. Apparently, that you don't want your kids to be around. So, right, this is 
this filler of Christmas stuff. I think we ended up watching um Oh Christmas Falling. Shoes with Rob Lowe. I don't know if that's um Oh, is that based on the, your the, favorite Christmas films? Is that, of all the, is time? that one of the, is that the one that's based on the, the song? Isn't there a song called Christmas Shoe? Yeah, or Maybe. the I think the song came from the movie. I mean when you oh, know yeah, the yeah. highlight of the film when the song hit, whew, you know, that <laughs> is tear jerking. If you Cry haven't tip. seen Christmas Shoes, you're just missing out on one of the worst performances of all time. <laughs> own actors. It should well, be. Well, he's Netflix. Rob Lowe, ladies it's and gentlemen. Netflix. I don't think. I think Netflix launched from Christmas Shoes. Like, let's take actors that are known, make a, a really dumb plot, and make them act poorly and have no good story. Oh, that's a Netflix movie. Let's let's put. No, that they're trying to they're trying to replicate the Hallmark model, man. I'm telling you, that's what they're doing. Yeah, well, like this they, 2002 they, classic when Rob Lowe leaves West Wing <laughs> to join the cast of Christmas Shoes. I think <gasps> might have not been the highlight of his God, career. I though. love it. That's hilarious. All right, I'm going to add it to my list. I'll write it down now. No, oh, yeah, sure. Add Christmas it to the list shoes. of things. To Great movie for the fam. Okay, but the Christmas movie navigation process is something you always have to kind of dive into. So we always go to our favorites. Do you know yes. what you do first? Go to your favorites. Yeah. Yes, that's pretty much what I do on, on the regular. Is I, I just go to the favorites. Now, occasionally, I'll try a, a, a new one that comes out. But um, I think my the my top three or four are tried and true. So I stick with those. All right. You want to? Uh, why don't we start with that? Let's talk, okay. talk about some of our favorite films. You. Who you want to go back and forth? You then me. Okay, sure. Go first. Uh, I'll start. Um, and this is not necessarily an order, but I would say uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation is definitely one of my favorites. Nothing like a little Hallelujah, Holy shit! Where's the Tylenol? I mean, it's. <laughs> I mean, one of the best lines in a Christmas movie ever. So that's one of my faves. Yeah, I um, I did. I don't do Christmas Vacation. That's not one of the ones I do. I, I know. I think I break tradition from a lot of kids that grew up in the 80s. But uh, <laughs> well, what I is your issue with thematically Christmas around Christmas films? I have a little bit of a filter. And and uh, one is one I want to watch with my kids. And yeah, that's just not we're not. Yeah. Well, to be <laughs> fair, I've not watched that movie with my kids. We're still on Grinch and uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, although my daughter's still afraid of the abominable snowman so we can't watch it yet yeah yeah uh but uh and then uh, uh emmett otter's junk band christmas one of my wife's favorites by the way and the kids <laughs> love it too i mean it doesn't necessarily hold up but uh it's it still hold up it's got some it pretty great up. tunes it's got some pretty good tunes so that's kind of nice, but that's so funny. Uh, yeah. So we're no. Th- when I say these movies, I'm not saying these are the ones that I watch with my kids because this is, Christmas Vacation is not All right, Christmas Vacation. I think that's a classic. I, I, I don't know. Well, we were talking about this pre-show, so lay out your case for why you are not a fan. I'm curious if any of our viewers would agree with your assessment. Well, I get, I get comedy. I, I'll watch comedy all the time, but there's something about. Um, what I actually, when it comes to watching a Christmas movie, I'm thinking it is something of a classic I want to spend time with and watch with my kids. Mm-hmm. And you know, there was something about the, the the films your kids are watching. The 
original kind of classic Christmas films that you watch when you're a kid. Right. There's a nostalgia to that. But when you get older, you kind of get burned out on the little animatronic puppet <laughs> Rudolph thing. Um, but interesting, there's no the idea and origin stories of Santa Claus or other kind of origin stories. No one really explores that. They just always say Santa's a goofball. Dad's an idiot. Mom's crazy. The kids argue with okay. each other. Okay. All right. And All right. Let's, I see. Uh, I see what we're my, doing here. My brother-in-law's a fool. Merry Christmas is like. I mean, it's not. Not that I'm not saying that's funny. It's just not the uh, the Christmas spirit. Let's say when I think of Christmas films. Oh, I'll watch. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. I mean, I my counter to that would be, this is very. It's a very. It's a John Hughes film, and John Hughes obviously tries to be. He was notorious. He was well, not notorious. He was well known for especially with his teen angsty movies, being able to write what, what high school really was like, you know, breakfast club is a perfect example of that where everyone's sort of broken down in their little groups. Um, and I think his goal with Christmas vacation was to showcase that everyone there's like, there's a Clark Griswold and everybody, everybody wants Christmas to be perfect. I love how you're analyzing. We can't analyze. No, no, no. I'm just, I'm trying to, what I feel is the Hughesian way of looking at it is that Christmas is everyone tries to be perfect. Everyone tries to be Clark Griswold, but we all know that that's not possible because nobody's perfect. So, and yeah. you, you do have those family members who are <laughs> obviously there's exaggeration and that's the point of sort of the comedy. It's exaggerated, but you know, when Eddie shows up, it's sort of like everybody knows that, you know, there's that freeloader who shows up, pretends he's going to leave, and then he doesn't leave. He eats all your food. And it's like, it, there's aspects of that. And, you know, there's, and he was just trying to make it realistic. But at the end, the last word that Clark Lerswald says is, I did it. Like, he feels like he created the perfect Christmas because despite all the nonsense, everyone was together at Christmas. And at the end, everyone's, you know, happy and they're singing deck the halls and dancing. And which is probably it's the inside. Uh, we can all relate. Cause it's the inside angst. We all feel around Christmas time. Right. Uh, you know, a John Hughes movie that I, uh, I'll watch is home alone. I like the home alone thing. There's uh, a couple scenes that like <laughs> not childhood know. appropriate. I think, <laughs> yeah. I think the reference to pornography in a Christmas movie, we could skip a couple of scenes well. and the uncle is really a, a dick, man. That guy is, Flat well, out. yeah, the family overall is pretty dickish. Yeah, but, <laughs> but the, obviously, uh, so I John love the angst. I love the uh, the physical comedy. When my kids were younger, you know, we'd skip the right scenes, and then they would laugh their heads off because it's just kind of a, a fun, you know, thing. But then there's that sweet moment at the end, and Macaulay Culkin yeah. as a kid, yeah, and he helps the other guy connect with his old the old neighbor connect with his son we hadn't spoken to in years, and. Yeah, yeah. You know, so there, there's aspects of it that, yeah. again, yeah. So I I'm think with you. John, John Hughes is good. All right, so he I, likes he likes to show alone, that life is messy. It's not perfect, Christmas so vacation. that's why he does it. Yeah. Anyway, all right. So I have Home Alone. You have Christmas Vacation. What's the next one? Uh, I love Scrooged. Oh, Bill Murray Scrooged. Bill Murray Scrooged. Yeah, love yeah. that movie. Just absolutely hilarious. Bill Murray at its finest, and you know Carol can't Carol. Kane, Kane, Carol Kane as the ghost of Christmas present, hysterical. Um, and I, I just think, it, and it ends on such a sweet note and, you know, the, everybody's singing and, you know, you can't help but choke up when he grabs his mom and said, God bless us, everyone. I mean, come on. 
it's just, it's just a great Bill movie. Norman. It's Richard Donner. I mean, I love Richard Donner. I mean, he he showed audiences that a man could, you will believe a man can fly. I mean, it was like, how could you not like it? So anyway, Scrooge is oh, up there. So uh, your former SNL movie is Scrooge. My former SNL person movie is Elf. I, oh, so I good cannot one. get enough of Elf. Yes. John Favreau completely nailed the Christmas spirit <laughs> and Christmas idea. There's enough nostalgia. Yes. There's enough original character. And uh, the naivete of Will Ferrell is just so fun in all those situations. It's oh, just, yeah. we, it's yeah. Great movie. I was at, I was actually at New Line when they made, when they released that movie. And it was, it was a lot of fun really? when that yeah. came out. So I can see why he was in charge of the Marvel Universe after conceptualizing Elf in the moving. <laughs> that was his <laughs> tipping point was that he made Elf and they owed him. So he kept pushing and he got into yeah. Well, that was New Line. But I, I don't, yeah. And uh, he might have been involved with Iron because we I actually worked on Iron Man when it was New Line still had the rights briefly. Um, and ultimately, the script that they ultimately ended up going with was similar to the one we were working with. Um, but then the rights, you know, when Marvel got their financing and moved over to Paramount, they took Iron Man with them. And then obviously, yeah. Iron Man was no, the it, one. he, um, Elf, what he did with Elf and how he conceptualized the stories is really fun. So as an original. You know, it was kind of an indie p- film, as you know, New Line film, and they yeah. did. They kind of took a no-name person in a way. Will Ferrell wasn't quite Will Ferrell yet at the time, and put him in that role, and he did a great job. It's just one we could always watch. Everybody knows the lines to it. It's yeah. super goofy, and uh, you smell like beef and cheese. To me, is one of the most classic <laughs> Christmas lines of all time. <laughs> You're not Santa. <laughs> you smell like uh, cheese. Come on. Uh, it's like uh, we, we actually so had great uh, lines in that movie. I'm gonna have to watch it again. I haven't watched it in a few years. You've inspired me, Tim. We had a a whole bunch of uh teenagers over our house and we did an elf trivia just spontaneously. And it worked like team the first team had to challenge the second team on quotes and scenes with like you know nuances of when he passes out, what does he hold? out holding in his arms you know like the nutcracker or whatever and it was awesome wow. to watch these kids just go back and forth it's it's fun that's so pretty cool is ours okay i like that I, I could definitely go with elf i'm a big fan i like yeah, that yeah. movie i didn't even think of it actually until you mentioned it so um how about a classic film what's the uh old time film a classic film that you well i mean for me it's, it's a wonderful life i i still i'm actually plowing my way through it right now in between moments of silence <laughs> My wife hasn't actually seen the whole thing um, because she kind of, she got, I mean, there are moments when it drags a little, but <clears throat> so I'm going to try to get her to watch it again this year. But uh, yeah, it's a wonderful life. Black and white. Although I am watching the colored version on Amazon and it's not terrible. They've done a pretty decent job of smoothing it out a little bit. The first time they colorized, it was awful, but yeah. they've definitely, they've definitely done some work on it. So now it looks a lot better than it did, but I mean, you can't do much better than, you know, teacher says every time a bell rings, an angel gets a wings. I mean, come on. Out of I like a wonderful life. That's actually the kind of, there's no, no Santa being need to be um, rescued. You know, save. <laughs> um, it has a little bit of that Scrooge, you know, forward, backward approach to him. But yeah. someone that's trying to understand, you know, what their meaning is and putting meaning around it. It's not, you know, Christmas is something more than just saving the bank, but there is um, an amazing nostalgia to that film. I'm with you. I, I like that film. Yeah. My, my throwback film, classic film is white Christmas. That's the one 
as a family we watch. It's a it's a little silly. I know that, and it has plenty of other parts I to act, it. But there's just I, like it's so strange. At some point, we enjoy <laughs> it, and then there's the like save the Christmas for the general kind of. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's interesting because I don't think I've ever made. I, my wife and I started to watch it, but. We got a little bored. <laughs> so we never yeah, it's a classic. It. You get bored. Of I know. I know. I, I, uh, now, now, now you, you have inspired me to try to get through it. So I yeah. will try to watch it again. Uh, we never, we didn't even make it to the song, like the white Christmas song. So, um, we'll, 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 I'll, I'll give, I'll, I'll, I'll give it another shot. How's that? Well, I, I, I love Danny Kay. That's, uh, okay. There you go. Yeah. I think Danny Kay is such a, amazing classic actor that and the comedic actor kind of thing i like so i'm a little bit nerdy that way but there's uh it's a fun you no (laughs) not at all never and white christmas is available (laughs) on netflix you don't have to use go there you find it it's true it is it is it is Always easy right access. there next there to uh, what's one delivered by Christmas train. or a California <laughs> Christmas or the Christmas Prince or the Christmas Princess or the Christmas Princess Country Christmas <laughs> Operation Christmas Drop or <laughs> all these other Christmas movies, Christmas Love, Christmas Chronicles. <clears throat> they, uh, I think they've capitalized on Christmas. I don't know exactly. Hey, yeah. let's talk about current movies because I'm going to say I'm I'm on the edge of being disgusted <laughs> by some of the some of the film Ooh, that stuff that's disgusted. coming out. Strong and words, it's, man. It's wow. it's absurd what's happening. Okay, with these Christmas movies. And the first you brought up, Spirited. Let's um, yes. Spirited is on Apple. As um, just in case people haven't seen Spirited yet, this is Don't. how do I explain Spirited? Spirited is. <laughs> Um, it's a uh, elf meets uh, is it um, elf? Mm, sort of elf meets what's a really bad music Scrooged. well now yeah. yeah sure it's elf meets deadpool meets um <laughs> what's i mean again let's what's a Cats. bad music yeah, no a musical where you never remember the words to the songs after you hear them for the first time uh oh i don't know they're horrible. good horrible. it's horrible yeah it, it, this, it, this it, yeah. film is I don't even, it had potential to be two yes. great <clears throat> actors. And again, Octavia Spencer, I think she might be the one that Netflix has looped into, or these OTT platforms have looped into getting her on screen. And then Wasting the film her. itself is horrible around her where yeah. she's an amazing actress. Well, um, yeah, I feel like, you know, they, well, they wasted her. First of all, her back, her, there was no, there was no backstory to her. She kind of shows up and then, she disappears yeah. and it's just like, oh, I mean, come on, like give her a little bit more. And then there, I, I thought some of it was, there's definitely something there. Like I, I, spoiler alert, Will Ferrell is essentially screwed fine, go ahead. Okay. from why are we watching the trailer? You're going to play the trailer. I just want to, oh God, please don't make me watch this. Listen. I thought when the push came to the shove, I knew just what I'd do. I uh, put me before you, but you didn't. Guess I didn't. You can be a cynic and a sinner who can only see the flaws. This is just not Yeah, classic. yeah, good job. Yeah, nicely done. Yeah, background. <laughs> can you do a little good? Maybe give a little more. 
Uh, it's a very confusing movie because you can't tell if it's supposed to be funny or a musical. And the musical scenes, you just want them to stop as soon as they start. Well, my big thing with the musical scene about <clears throat> this the other day, because I was there was it was something about the, that was bothering me, and then I realized what it was. I felt like a, the musical scenes were shot like a Broadway play. Yes, right. That's exactly what they. Yeah. Versus, like you think of the sound of music, right? And how that just transcended Broadway and turned it into this gorgeous movie that was, you know, timeless. And every time they did a song, I felt like I was watching it on Broadway. Like they're in a canned soundstage, no scale. There's a bunch of people dancing around. Like, I mean, how many people do you need to have to dance around? And sometimes the song just kind of felt like out of nowhere. Like it's supposed to forward the story, not just, oh, let's just start singing. And then this whole like Deadpool, let's break the fourth wall. Like, oh, I think we're supposed to sing the reprise. Oh, you don't start singing again. Yeah. It just felt like, God, guys, come on. Really? You can't be a little bit more sort of push it, push the boundaries a little bit. I guess what I wanted was the actor from Elf to to understand what made Elf special and then not necessarily go beyond that. Yeah, I mean, there were, you know, like I said, I, what I've noticed is that there's actually a spirited sing along in the theaters. But then oh when you listen to the lyrics, like the one I just played for you, and Ryan Reynolds s- uses the word prick in it, like, wh- are you going to take your little kids to the sing along? It's not frozen. All of a sudden, it's like you're singing adult well, theme items. Here's, uh, here's, here's, a, here's where they made the mistake. So, partially, I think what, they're, what they were trying to capture was sort of the um, greatest showman phenomenon almost. Because it's the guys who wrote the music to Spirit. It's wrote the so story. not greatest show. I know, but <laughs> let me funny. finish. The guys who wrote Justin, uh, I'm going to screw their names, but the two guys who wrote the music, wrote the music for Greatest Showman. They also wrote the music for Dear Evan Hansen, which was a Broadway play, which closed two months ago. But they tried to capture that magic, but those songs were a little bit more earwiggy because that's what ultimately, that's what um, uh, Fox ended up doing is they ended up releasing re-releasing the movie greatest showman with the words because people started like singing along in the theater it feels like they're trying to create that with this i mean i mean it just look it's supposed to be a new york street and it clearly looks like it i mean look at the lights behind it it looks like it was shot on a soundstage i mean look at at the people on the i mean it's just it feels like uh spirited live on nbc (laughs) it's exactly (laughs) that's what it feels like it doesn't feel like a, a theatrical movie now listen, I don't know if they, that that was, was two steps forward. One step back. Oh jeez. What? Right, Why are you making me watch it? See? It feels like a sound tape. Yeah, and it's like always the backup dancers. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it, it, I don't and know. And there's this weird, like, honestly, it felt like I'm going to use the word totally it almost felt like, secular approach to what Christmas is about. It's like, oh, that's it's about absolutely you. what it was. Christmas yeah. is about you and you, it's all like, oh, you don't want to change. Oh, we're supposed to. Yeah. I'm like, come on. This is not, it felt kind of um, like, I, I mean, I don't want to feel kind of bad saying it. It felt like a, a low rent high school musical almost. Yes. Come on. Like, like you could, you saw that Will, <laughs> Will Ferrell and Ryan Runs were like, okay, step to the left, step to the right, clap your hands, let's go, step to the left, step back, one, two, and it was just like, dude, come on, this is not, this is not your MO, man. 
I, I, I appreciate the effort, but I think it, it was a big swing and a miss. Now, I'm sure I'll get emails from my friends at Apple TV and tell me that, oh my God, it's such a hit for us. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, okay, maybe it is, but I don't think you're going to get a lot of repeat business on this one. I don't think this is the one that's going to be a cla- timeless classic that's going to, you know, 10 years from now, everyone's like, you know what I really want to see that's really going to get me in this Christmas spirit? Spirit. Yeah. yeah. Will Farrell and Ryan Reynolds say, oh man, I can just feel the warmth building up. Yeah, I'm sorry, it's not gonna happen, guys. Nice it's, try. Um, yeah, we're to- huge miss, huge yeah, miss on big miss. The, on the Christmas side. And I, there's a part of it is like I kind of understand the desire to want to get Christmas content out there. And yeah. as far as I know, that movie was in the making for over a year ago. It wasn't like they rushed it, but I think no, it was I mean, trying to be formulaic. And I, and I think the miss is that it's again like I think the miss is that it's secular. It doesn't really have a feeling of what mm. the theme of the season's about. So you're like, yes. I, oh, I'm just watching, I'm just watching silliness <clears throat> and plenty of cuss words, not something I'm going to watch with my kids. That, References that's, that's to the other thing. It's Scrooge like masturbating in the shower. That's not something that is very Christmas. <laughs> matter. Like what the heck's happening? Like, I don't, this is embarrassing to sit in a room with your kids well, and have yeah. to, have to, I think the jokes or whatever. Maybe they took the family. So so you could argue, though, that Scrooge, the one I referenced earlier, is not a family movie. It's not. It's not. But I think it still it still gets the heart of Christmas right. And I think the way Bill Murray ends it with his passion speech is and then Karen Allen is amazing. I mean, it's just it's just one of those movies where everything just seemed to work and it just came together. And you could just you can feel it when you're watching the movie. This, you just, you felt nothing. Like you didn't feel for Ryan Reynolds because he's, he is a prick. And, you know, he's saying, oh, I'm not redeemable. I'm not. Re-. And you knew, like I telegraphed it. Oh, I get it. He's going to take Will Ferrell's place. Like I, you could see it happening in the movie. So they didn't even make that unpredictable. And he keeps saying, I'm unredeemable. And you, like, you knew it was going to happen. You, like, you knew he was going to redeem himself. It's just nothing about the movie, you know, felt special. And I think you're right that the, I think they consciously made a choice to not be anything other than secular because they're like, this is going to be a Christmas movie for everybody. And I'm like, okay, that's well and good, but there are certain messages that transcend all religions. Even if you're, you know, if you're Jewish or Muslim or whatever, it's still, there's still a, a, a universal message in there. So you didn't have to go so hard to the secular side of it to just sort of ignore, um, the rest of you know the the reason for the season yeah, hope faith yeah joy <laughs> i mean i don't life. i don't know if anybody uh, actually uh, who actually picked up a christmas carol and actually read the book because yes. <laughs> they just watched i mean all they did is watch screws and remake it oh, scrooged and probably disney's christmas carol <laughs> all right, <laughs> here, like, here's all right i got one. i got the gist i got the gist guys <laughs> uh here's my here's the next one i i think that um huge gigantic i don't even get Ooh, where this I'm comes excited. from, except for I know there's there there's actually a historical um, precedence oh. to this film, this Guardians of Galaxy holiday special. Have you seen this one yet? I Can have you? not watched that one yet. I am curious um, though. What? Oh, let me let me Lord. just give you the highlight of it. Um, okay. Um, throw a spoiler alert out here. Spoiler um, alert. They okay. I'm watching. For somehow they go from somewhere in the universe 
um, back to earth today to kidnap Kevin Bacon to okay. turn him into a Christmas present. For who? Kevin Bacon, which is absolutely for Chris Pratt's character for Chris Pratt to give him a good thing. And okay. um, uh, again, just the truly the dumbest scenes you could ever imagine mainstream <laughs> characters from a Marvel movie playing out is this kidnapping scene. Oh, Kevin. I Bacon. couldn't, I couldn't even, it doesn't make sense. It's I'm watching a train wreck, but it finishes like this where somehow Kevin Bacon and these aliens all know how to sing the same Christmas song. Well, Kevin Bacon is, a, is a, he, he does play with his brother. They're called the Bacon oh, Brothers. No, no, so. but they, somehow they all knew how to play the same song. There's a goodbye scene. Oh, come on, breathe in. But look at Groot. Groot is like, there's Groot's something like grown up. It's not the same character at all. He's a man in a suit, bacon, actually. And then watch this scene right here. Ready? Bye, Bacon. I love you, Kevin Bacon. Hey, I'll see you at Easter. Wow. I guess all actors aren't complete pieces of shit. And that's the end of the film. So well, what's this? nothing like dropping the word shit right at the end <laughs> of your film uh, Christmas special. And it has to, it is so oh. dumb. It has to appeal to tweens. It is, it is <sighs> so I, well, again, cynic, cynic. Can tip. you imagine a cynic? Can you imagine sitting at the Christmas table with your kid and your kid says, well, I guess not all actors aren't a piece of shit quoting <laughs> this film, this Christmas <laughs> film. <laughs> It's not happening. Like it's such a miss. Uh well, I I will not be showing that to my. Well, to be fair, I have not shown my kids any of the Marvel movies yet because I don't think they're appropriate for young viewers. So, um, I will not be showing them that. But now, now I know I can skip it. I have no yeah, reason to watch you it. You can totally skip it. I'll, I'll skip that one. But I um uh, <clears throat> I don't want anyone to think that this doesn't have precedent. Hollywood has made these films all along, especially one of my favorite Star Wars holiday specials from 1978. Oh my god! I didn't, Where I, I don't think I've ever seen this one. Oh, the, the characters from Star Wars are now in a Christmas special. Well, that's not Luke, is all it? I can tell you is that's that Luke. Uh, he and Han left here on schedule. If he's not there now, they're way overdue. Oh my god! <laughs> Just like your your feedback on Spirited, this is it. They took <laughs> actors from film and put them on a television set. Oh my God! Bring How? Why did Mark Hamill agree to that? <gasps> they got oh. Carrie Fisher too. Oh, they got Mod. You know I'm here, friend. Just sing a song. Is that B. Arthur? Oh my yes. God! Yes. Wow. Oh my goodness! There must be a lot of something. This is something was Disney tradition right here. <laughs> when, when you're looking back on what did what can we do? Oh my God! And then Keith, this is why this is a classic because oh, you, you got this queued up. I love it. Oh man! Oh, my. oh no! We oh, have no. to oh, watch no. this. Oh no! This is oh, no. So that we could share your feelings with you, Chewbacca. <laughs> Chewbacca, we were so relieved to hear Mark you Hamill. All right. Oh, oh my God! Harrison Ford. Ford. Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford is on a up TV for this? set, and it, it is um, you know, it's the quality of a. Temporary loss of power. Oh my god! A television no drama. Wait, is that supposed to be? Rather, this is produced by the makers of Elf. I feel like this is such a. <laughs> is that is thing. that like baby Chewbacca? Yeah. 
watching television, by the way. Somehow in Chewbacca land. He's watching oh television. God, what's his face from uh, uh, Blazing Saddles? I can't remember his, the actor's name, but he's hysterical. Oh, How it, did they get it, these people in this movie? Uh, oh, no. Oh, oh, yeah, that was... And then, if you... Oh, God, please tell me... That this day will always be a day of joy in which we can reconfirm our dedication and our courage and more than anything else, our love for one another. This is the promise of the tree of life. The promise of the tree of life. We celebrate our day of peace. Wow, Carrie. Our day of harmony. Oh my. I did not know this existed. Granted, I, I was only one when this came out. But. So, Holy cow. I actually, what I'm saying here is I'm not so surprised that the makers of that was Spirited and Charlie Degassi made their film. They have a tradition of taking mainstream actors, exploiting the storyline, putting them on the set of a soap opera, making bad musicals and having them sing it. I'm trying to, that I'm trying actually to show is Hollywood Christmas. We have found <laughs> Hollywood Christmas right here. <laughs> I'm actually trying to game it out. Like how, so Star Wars came out in 77, right? This so that was like Christmas special. So they must've like backed them into a corner. Like George must've been like, you guys are doing this or you'll never do another one of these movies again. I mean, I, wow. Just, you wow. would think, I think it's just basic commercialism. I mean, yeah, it is fair. Fair. This Th this show, this Christmas show, is total garbage. And I and there's another one. There's an Ewok version, which we can. Oh, I I, I remember the Ewok movie that was yeah. awful. But I, but I, what I know is 1978 television was like Donnie and Marie and variety shows. So to take a character and throw it on television, put in a variety um, show, is <clears> like perfect. There, I just don't get why you would do it in 2022. Why yeah. are you taking the characters and actors from Guardians of the Galaxy that you spent billions of dollars on and then turning them into slapstick comedy, chase Kevin Bacon through the streets, goofiness, and then kidnap, again, Kevin Bacon to bring him to... That's such a, like an inside is part of it slightly too, just on, I, the, on the it's phone. such an inside because obviously they, it's the seven degrees, six degrees of Kevin Bacon, which is kind of an inside baseball Hollywood thing. That's what I was thinking was that they need was somebody missing. So they threw Kevin Bacon into a show. So we could get no, I, I guarantee it, it, it might have been Kevin Feige. who was like, oh, you know what would be hilarious if or James Gunn, I think, wrote it is probably like, you know, what would be funny is if they were trying to kidnap Kevin Bacon because everybody wants everybody knows Kevin Bacon. Yeah. James so, Gunn yeah. did write it, by the way. Yeah, this is that. Well, then there you go. That makes sense, you know. Yeah, but That's breaking his... canon and all that stuff. Yeah. Anyway, now he's running DC, so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned to a Superman Christmas special next year. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's exactly what we're gonna have. It's like um, with Wonder Woman singing a Christmas song. Is what we're gonna see pretty soon. I'm we're pretty gonna get sure the this... Justice League singing uh, "Hark the Herald Angels Sing." Or something along those lines. Although that might be too <laughs> religious. So probably not. It'll probably be something else. Cynicky and tongue in cheek. Who knows what it will be. But anyway. Well, I think there's so 
um, so much opportunity in Christmas to actually tell a genuine story, a family story, keep it legitimate. I like it's the idea of the line, I think, is such an odd thing that we want to do nowadays in our content. But I there's just a part of me that thinks, to be honest, like Christmas is a generational thing, right? And that's why I've been bringing up like sitting down with your kids. I, I get like, I'm watching a film. I can sit on a plane and watch a film. I, I have no lack of sense of humor for what's out there. Right. But this a multi-generational moment that we have at Christmas time when we share it with grandma and parents and kids and grandkids or what have you, there's got to be something that if we're going to use entertainment to bring us together, maybe that's really a choice. Let's just turn off the TV and walk away. Mm. But there is opportunity for us to get, join together and do something entertainment. And we're in Hollywood. Why aren't we making films that are those, you know, making those moments together? So again, I think Elf is one of those films that works for everybody, but I think someone would counter and say, well, what about all the Hallmark movies? But I'm like, yeah, the yeah. Hallmark movies, I, I honestly think are harmless. They, there's a silly aspect to them. Yeah. And there's, um, they're not exactly, real- they're not exactly, I would call four quad movies. <laughs> yeah. No, not at all. But they're, no. it, it, they're, they're, tr- they're harmless uh, for the yeah. most part. And they're, they're kind feel of good movies, but they're really only for one, they're really Hallmark only for one game. demo. They're not a family type film. Yeah, exactly. Right. But um, but also not crude for the most yes, part. If you're doing the lifetime television version of Hallmark movies. Yeah, they might get a little crudy, but <laughs> so, um, some, some of the more recent versions of what's out there is really um, has a lot to be desired. Yep. I think. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Well, I appreciate you, my friend, and I thank you for being part of uh, this last Likewise. year. Likewise, I'm going to play a little uh, visual prompt as we leave here. Just oh. a little bit of a Christmas-looking scene happening behind us as we say goodbye Ooh. to our Christmas season. Look at this! Isn't this great? Bing Crosby, Danny Kay, come oh, on! Oh, this is when they're saving the inn, right? Yeah, they have to save the end, and you know. He, when does he, he start uh, singing "White Christmas"? Oh, after the after they open up the the walls, I'm gonna say, and it's actually oh sing- oh 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 this hey hello hello oh here we go. It's not that I don't understand this is cheesy or contrived or on a stage. But it's joyful. It is joyful. Gotta have your cocktails, though. (laughs) This is for Lydia, who's never seen this. All right, there you go. That's how you end it. That's how you wrap it. I love it. And by the way, that's Paramount. Paramount's mm-hmm. killed it in 2022. So that's good. We had to finish Still the year it after all these years. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I want to hear people's opinions. What do you think about our Christmas thoughts and Christmas movie ideas? If you want to argue with Keith and his bad taste, please do so in our comments. <laughs> We'd love to hear that. If you want to Terrible appreciate taste. really Terrible. my puristic point of view of Christmas, I appreciate the encouragement as well. Uh, we want to thank everybody around this Christmas season. It's been a great year for us. Um, we're almost made a video a week and uh, yeah. we really kind of cranked through it this year. 
Yeah, we did a lot of great stuff. And uh, next year, next week, we're going to just get together one last time in 2022 and talk about what we think is coming up in 2023, right? That's right. So uh, thank you to Lydia for being part of the team and Michelle um, keeping it all together for us. Um, Go social for always kind of keeping us on track and getting our information and good stuff out there. Keith, thankful for you and your family, what they mean to us. Merry Christmas to Likewise. you. Thank you, Tim. Wonderful time. Merry Enjoy Christmas. all your Christmas movies. I will. It. You as well. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I'm going to go watch White Christmas tonight and Elf tomorrow night. That's my. Yeah, hey, I'm going to go watch uh, Christmas Vacation just for you. <laughs> 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 Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Love you, brother. See you later.